So without wasting much time, let's, with a standing ovation and putting our hands together, let's welcome <laughs> Reverend William. Hallelujah. Amen. Just close your eyes and ask the Holy Spirit to talk to you this morning. Talk to me. Speak to me clearly. Speak to me without confusion, with clarity. May I hear your word. May I hear your voice. May I hear a specific word to me. May I hear a specific word to me, a specific word directed at me personally this morning. Father, thank you for the opportunity we have to be here in your presence. Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence in this place. We have come with our hearts open to hear you. Speak to every one of us. We are praying for a prophetic word for every one of us, Lord. A word that comes to us personally in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you and we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you may take your seats. Um, so, what did you pray up to? Leaves. Huh, this is a long time. How many think that you have to pray this in the whole year? I think that it's a very, very deep, you know, that's something that you have to be praying and looking out for. You know, and I, when I entered, I heard him talking about attractive and leaves. And it occurred to me that one of the mistakes that you can be making if you are a safe teacher is to think that your ministry is only beneficial to children. Like your ministry can only, it's, it's only, it's like other cho children that you are, the children you are passionate, other children, we bless, but it, you, don't, you don't think that, see, that, the thing that is, very, that is very important for you to see is that in it was food for all. All means all. It means that you can be preached at a pastor's conference. You are a children's pastor. But you can be preached at a pastor's conference and it is food for all. It's, it's that, and for me, the reason why you should rest in this expectation is because it is God who will do it. What I'm saying is making sense to you. You just stop worrying about the process, the method, whatever it is. But like for you to, for me, for me, for you to have this, like I want this. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'll, I'll tell you a story. Last, last, last month, I was, we were planning um, Thanksgiving, our Thanksgiving convention. And then, so as Bishop Patrick text, usually text giving convention, he does it. Not, very rarely does he bring somebody from somewhere to come and preach a Thanksgiving convention because it's usually the last convention of the year. So he preaches in himself. So he said, well, we're going to have Thanksgiving convention. We're going to have it for four nights. And then he said that, okay, so there are four of us in, in, my, in Bantama. There are, there, are, there are three services. There's the LED service. Word encounter service. And then where I am with the white church age people, we call it the flame, flame service. So he says, we're going to have four nights and we're going to have four speakers. Okay. The three service pastors and then he, as bishop, is a fourth person. So, the, so everybody preaches one night. And I said, oh, you, I don't, I, I find it hard to preach in the adult church because they, there's a way they, they are. Sometimes even when, even when what you're preaching is working, you don't, you, don't, you don't get a feedback, you know. 
So preaching there is very intimidating to me. I feel intimidated. Much more so when he is sitting there. You know how it is. Like, you are wondering whether, I, am, I saying, am I saying the right things? Like, am I saying something wrong? Would I say something wrong? You know, that kind of thing. But I said, okay, no problem. If it's just one night, I can handle it. So nice plan. Everybody preaches one night and then I, and then I'll ask for the first night. So that's when I preach noise, I tell you, I finished <laughs> I finished my own and then well if it was bad, Krana, by the time the second, third, fourth person comes in, they are forgotten the disaster. Then they went they went to so he went, he traveled to the to Kenya for the Healing Jesus campaigns. From there they went for a meeting, some bishops meeting. And then he he caught a flu at that meeting before he came. So this is like this is the week before the convention. So he arrived, he came back uh, Saturday or something. The convention starts on Tuesday. Saturday, such I'm not feeling well. Oh. So, so I, some flu, some, some flu going around in the mirror. People were getting it in their place. So it's not feeling. It's eyes, feel body pain, sore throat, sneezing, coughing, other kinds of things. It's okay. This one they say when it comes by three days, four days, there it will be gone. Saturday. The man comes to church. Charlie, I'm not feeling well. No, I think he arrived on Monday. He came back on Monday. So Monday, when, Monday when, I, when he came, Charlie, I'm not feeling well. It's okay. So you start. So, huh, so when he announced, when he told us that four, the four of us were going to preach, no, then the other two pastors had already, they, had, they already had a convention scheduled in other branches. Because like it's Thanksgiving, the people are having branches, conventions anywhere. So Reverend Charles had a convention in... Uh, Sawaba or somewhere. And then Reverend Dell had a convention in Swami. He's, he came to your place. So, so that means that, and two days, that means um, that Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, they won't be there. So that also, at the beginning, when he said no, the people said, we're not, we're, we're not going to be there. Then he called, Archbishop called me and said, ah, these two people, they want to cancel my convention. The way they have, they are doing the, thing, the convention, it must come on. So it means that me and you will preach it. I say, yeah, from one day, it's two days. Because you're going to share it two, two. It's a two days, I know, but if I preach my two days, it doesn't work. The two days that he was coming to preach, no, it will work. Then they'll forget. So he came back on Monday and said, Charlie, I'm, not, I'm still, I'm not feeling well. But you start. So Tuesday. And then you, you start. So you start. Maybe by the next day, we'll see how it goes. I was so nervous, you know, very, because it was a convention, even, because conventions are, you know, people come with, I don't know what they come with, like expectation. <laughs> like there's some magic, magic worker has to come and do something, you know. And look, I, I prayed, I was, hey, Charlie. So the first day, I preached. When I finished, he came out of the Charlie, 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 you have preached the thing, Charlie, you have done. So you tomorrow, I said, no problem, we agreed on two days, so I'm not annoyed. Then I came on Wednesday. And you know, you can be lucky the first time. <laughs> to be lucky two times, it's, it takes something. So I came and I preached the second day. See, even even the the place, the people in the place, like, no, Charlie, this this message, Charlie, we have been blessed. I came out of the uh, <laughs> we came out of the church. Archbishop said, 
15 pounds. Charlie, tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> he said, no, and, and actually, it was almost as if the sickness was getting worse. It was getting better every day. Because the, the first day, he was sitting down there. He was sneezing. Before, I, before we came into the church, he was not sneezing. Only had, I mean, like, not had this feeling you get when you have a... But when I was preaching, he was sneezing, sneezing. I said, what, is, what is all of this? So, it's like the thing is becoming worse. So, it's okay. Charlie, I'm still not feeling fit. He said, he told me, I cannot stand for one hour to preach for one hour. So, Wednesday, so this is Tuesday, Wednesday, so Thursday, day three, you just add it. Then by Friday, we'll see if I'm feeling better. So I came. Now, you, you can be lucky once, you can be lucky twice. But the third time there, now you are just tempting something. So I came, I preached. So, no, 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 no. So finish it as I beg you. I have three messages. I'm just preaching them. <laughs> I cannot preach for this. It's okay. Tomorrow we'll see. So the next day I, I text him, so how are you feeling? So he's feeling better. But he, he's not feeling... Strong enough to do the whole. So he would just do short preaching, then we'll do some praise and worship, and then we'll close. So that was the plan. You know something I, 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 I learned? You see, and that's why I'm telling you that. Because of the holy calling with which you have been called, and the fact that it's God who does what he does, you should not, you should not worry about how it will be. But I'm saying that you should expect that the fruit, you see, it will be food for all. Any kind of person. The experience I had preaching that convention, usually you have people come from outside, a prophet, whatever, and then you have this kind of like excitement and, and all that. I Me, mean, I was not expecting anything. I just felt that I was just, I've been given a job, let me just do it, and then I'll be, I'll be gone, you know. But I saw, as the days went by, I saw a certain, some, some, some wind, you know, there's some, some wind of change. That you would feel blowing every day of the convention. People, I mean, I'll give you one example. We usually, we usually struggle to get people to come and give testimonies. Like the people who do the testimony campaign, when they are asking for testimonies, they can't get anybody to come. You see, when I preach that convention, since I preach that convention, every meeting we have, if you say testimony, people will come. Like, without... Unprovoked. And the things I was talking about by the Holy Spirit were the same things, prophet. It, it amazed me that when the theme of the year came, it was our year of being thankful because it was everything he's been saying is everything I said at the convention. Like all the things I said at the convention. So all the things he repeated on the first night. So I, I've learned that what is important is for you to, to collaborate, do you understand it? And cooperate with the one who will do what he will do. And don't, and don't, see, don't have that small mind that, as for me, my ministry can only be relevant to children. And what I'm saying is not making sense to you. Yes, I have been, I have been, I have only, I have only done ministry in the, in the safe church. That's, I've not done a branch church before. I've only pastored young people. So all my training has been in a safe church. You see, all my practice has been preaching to children. But, but see how it is that preaching to children, which is the practice you have, 
and be taken from there to stand in front of grown-ups. And it still works. That, that, that practice, what I'm saying, not making sense to you. It's like you practice with children and then the actual thing is with grown-ups. But it still works. Because the prophetic word is that that tree, the fruit on that tree, in it will be food for all. Is it making sense to you now? Is it making sense to you? So, don't be, look, don't be doing, and I, and I want you to, I want, is it, it's not, sometimes, I, there's a, there's, I was reading something in um, the call, Regionist the call, I'm reading, going to read some portions of it to you. He says that one of the problems God has with Christians is um, false humility. And he says false humility is, is pride. It's a type of pride. So he says, whenever God says something about you and you say the opposite, you think you are being humble. But that is called false humility. And it's pride. And, and, and it irritates God. I what I'm saying not making sense to you. You speak like Exodus 3. Exodus 3. You will see a discussion between God and Moses. It, you know, one, the first, one time long ago I was reading it. Can you find it? You know how to use this thing. Do it. Make it work. Uh, yes, open the windows. It's a good idea. You don't know how to use that software. You have found it. Look at it. Mo- Moses was pasturing the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the... Next verse. Ah, are you faster than him? And you are going to do it. Come, come and do the thing for me. No, no, anybody, can you do it? Do fast. Next verse. Stretch out your hand, grasp by it. The other side stretch out your hand. Oh, no, no, I think we've come. Oh, three, three, two. So he saw a fire, burning bush. Behold, the bush was burning with fire. The bush was not consumed. Next verse. Moses said, I must turn aside. And next verse. When the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called him. This is where that's come again. God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Next. Which is what has happened to all of us. I told you when you were saved, you were called. And then he said, do not come here. Remove the sandals. Place you are standing holy ground. Next verse. I'm going to go to the next verse. <laughs> Are you following the story? I have surely seen affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have given heed to their cry because of their taskmaster, for I am aware of their sufferings. Next verse. So I have come down. This is a very remarkable statement in the context of what is going on. So God says, so I have come down to deliver them from the power of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a good and spacious land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites. So this is, God is going to do all of these things. He, God has come down to do all of these things. Next verse. Now behold, next verse. Therefore come now, I will send you. Uh, you see you have come down. <laughs> go. If you have come down to de- deliver them, go to Egypt yourself. But when God came to deliver Egypt, uh, Israel out of Egypt. The form he took when he came down, Moses, 
Is it, I'm, I'm saying that. I'm saying that. Live your life based on what God's word says. And not all this, whatever. Am I saying something, am I saying something important? This is Gideon. What I'm saying is making sense to you. you see, it, is, it is not, it is what, what is God saying? I have come down to save the people, deliver them from their taskmasters. Therefore, come now and I will send you to Pharaoh. Wow. Well, and look at this guy. He, he's like us. That's in the Bible, the Bible, the human beings in the Bible, they are like us. They are all, we are all the same. Look at him. Next verse, verse 11. Then Moses starts talking. First of all, who am I? You are also asking that question. We are all asking that question. Who, who am I? That I should, and you see, you should understand the context of Pharaoh's words because just like Nebuchadnezzar at that time was, was over the empires of the world because Babylon had conquered, you know, at that time also, Egypt was the one on top of the world. And so the Pharaoh was like the president of the world. It's to go to the Pharaoh's palace to go and talk to him. Much less to say, or much more to say, let my people go. Like you are who? The man has slaves. The man has two million slaves who are doing all the building. I mean, the economy of Egypt will crash if the Israelites leave Egypt. All the building there, they say that when you, when you talk about um, Africa's, Africa's backwardness and civilization, they say that, don't say that, that civilization be started from Africa because Egypt. You know, the Egyptians, they say they are Arabs, they're not Africans. Muslim, sorry, I'm going to say civilization began from uh, Africa, began from Africa. But that civilization they talk about, it's, it's at that time, this time, with this, when the Israelites were there, that's when they built all of these things, the pyramids, see all these things. Free labor to things. The, the, Egypt was going to come down if those guys left. So you can't just walk into the Pharaoh's palace and say, the slaves you have, no. I'm taking them away. So Moses was genuinely concerned. <laughs> Who am I? You are sending me, to, this guy can just call his voice, just cut off my head one time. Already you're looking for me. 40 years ago, something happened. I'm sure he has forgotten. And that I should bring the sons of Israel out of Egypt. Next verse. And he said, this is God responding, which is what he tells all of us. Which is, you see, you don't need to depend on how you feel to prove whether this is true or not. It's not a God is not a liar. Believe, you see, as he said it, I will be with you. He doesn't need to repeat himself to reassure you every time. Certainly, I will be with you. If it is so, how must you carry yourself about? How must you do what you are doing? You must do the thing you are doing with a certain, certainly means certainly. Sure, you don't have to doubt it. You don't need any evidence. No feeling, no seeing, 
You just need to believe that I said I will be with you. And every time you walk out there, I am with you. Carry that word of God and let that be the source of your confidence as you move into the calling that God has called you. I'm not saying it's making sense to you. Because see, the, the self-doubt, low self-esteem, um, being unsure about ours is too much, too much that it makes us it makes us useless in the hands of a powerful God. He's unable to do anything with us because we are just so, all the time, all the time, I'm not this. I'm, and you see, the discussion that is going, going to go on, this shall be the sign to you. He gave him a sign. He was, he was at the beginning, like, I know this guy is uncertain. So I, I've, I have told him I will be with him. But I'm, I know he doesn't believe me. I will show you a sign. And he shows him a sign. Next verse. Then he talks some more. Next verse. So look at, look, 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 go back, go back. Look at it. Then after God says, I'll show you a sign. Then Moses now talks again. He has another excuse. I am going to the sons of Israel, and I will say to the first problem was the Pharaoh himself. So I'll be with you. I'll show you a sign. That one is, pro- is answered. Now the Israelites themselves. I'm going to the sons of Israel, and I will say to them, the God of your fathers has sent you to me. Now they may say to me, what is his name? To prove that God has sent you, what is his name? The Israelites haven't said anything, no. Moses is... Is talking on their behalf. <laughs> it's like that you have not seen or spoken with for the last 40 years. You, you, you can now read their minds and know that when I go, they will ask me this question. So I'm asking the question first. Tell me the answer before I get there and they ask me this question. No problem. God is not annoyed. What is his name? What shall I say to the next verse? God says to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, I am, I am has sent me to you. So he answered the second one. So Pharaoh, what will happen to Pharaoh? I'll give you a what about the sons of Israel? Do you just tell them that my name is this? You, you would have thought that is enough. After saying, I will be with you, I'll show you a sign. My name is I am. Look at the next place. God furthermore, God furthermore said to Moses, He said more things to encourage him. The God of Abraham, all these things. He this name, this is my name forever, and this is my memorial name. So generation. Next verse. Go and gather the next verse. So I said, I'll bring you out of the next verse. They will pay you to you. All this is encouraging Moses, oh, giving him more points. Next verse. So he said, I know that he will not allow you to go. So I will stretch out my hand and do miracles. I will grant his people everything. He said, I will do all these things. Plague this, this, this. Next verse. Every woman shall ask for the next verse. Why? Uboefu. <laughs> that's you plan Egyptians he's telling, even telling them what will go, how they're going to leave the place how they'll go and take things articles of gold silver and clothing they'll wear their sons and daughters and they'll take it out all these things next verse by now you should have been encouraged and convinced next verse 23 or oh, there's not 23 so go to next verse means 4-1 four, four yes Moses still has something to say. He still has something to say. What if they will not believe me or listen to what I say? For they may say, the Lord has not appeared to you. Ah! <laughs> like after all this plenty talking that God has talked. Next verse. The Lord said to him, what is he very patiently answering everything else? What is it that you have in your hand? And he said, a staff. Okay, no problem. Next verse. He threw it on the ground. Threw it on the ground. It became a serpent. Moses ran away from it. Next verse. 
The Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand, grasp it by it still. He stretched out his hand, caught it, and it became a staff in his hand. Next verse. That they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, has appeared to you. Then the Lord fed them more. <laughs> fed them more, like more words of encouragement. So this is, this is the second, first sign is that, first miracle is that put the stick down to become a snake. Next one, put your hand into your, into your dress. Remove it. When you took it out, it was leprous, like snow. Next, then say, put it inside again. Then when you remove it again, then the leprosy went away. Next verse. Hi. If they will not believe you or hear the witness of the first sign, they'll believe the second. So I gave you two backup. I gave you one miracle. And I gave you a backup miracle. In case the first one doesn't convince them, the second one will convince them. God is taking care of everything. <laughs> Next verse. But even if they don't believe these two signs or hit what they say, then you shall take water from the third sign. Backup one, backup two. So you have the original plan A, you have plan B and plan C. <laughs> It on the ground, it will become blood on the ground. So go. Still, Moses has something to say. Please, Lord. He said, Now, you know that where the thing is going, if it, it, it's problem can come from. So he had a please to it. <laughs> Just to be safe. Please, Lord. I have never been eloquent. Neither recently nor in the time past. So he said, like, Now, no. The problem is no longer Pharaoh. No longer the Israelites. Now it's me. It's like, you have answered the Pharaoh one, answered the, Egyptian, the Israelites one. Now, now it's me. Me, I have a problem now. I, I, I'm not, I don't know how to talk. I cannot prepare speech and say it. Not that recently, not in the past. Nor since you have spoken to your servant, for I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. Look at the, the next. Then the Lord said to him, who has made man's mouth? Or who makes him mute? Or, and, and, and you see, this is what I am telling. This, this agrees with God worketh in you both willing to do. Who has made the mouth? Who makes him mute or makes him deaf? Or seen or blind? Is it not I the Lord? Next verse. Go. I'll, I'll be with your mouth and I'll teach you what you have to say. So, but now you're like, okay, now I'm okay. Next verse. <laughs> Moses. Moses, after every, look at how, we started from chapter 3 from verse 1, went on to verse 22. We are now in 413. Moses says, send somebody else. What? <laughs> send somebody else. Next verse. This is, this is, this is it now. At this point, the anger of the Lord meant. See, and, and, that's, and that's what I'm telling you. That every time you exhibit this false humility by so many excuses about your inadequacies and insufficiencies and all of thinking that you are being humble, this is what, this is what the result will be. God becomes upset with you. I hope I'm saying is it making sense to you? So what I want you to work out of this, this retreat we are having with is that the, there is no question about your, adic your adequacy or inadequacy. We don't have to discuss it. You are not adequate. You are not wise enough. You're not intelligent enough. You are not anointed enough. You're not strong enough. You don't know enough verses. 
that argument, let's settle it from the beginning. You are not, you are not qualified. There is no discussion about it. But that is not the problem. <laughs> it's not a problem. What am I saying making sense to you? Because you are going to be an instrument in the hands of a powerful God who makes the mouth of a person, makes one mute, makes one able to talk, makes one deaf, makes one able to hear, makes one blind, makes one able to see. That's, it's, he's able to do anything. What am I saying making sense to you? So don't, let's not, let's move away from there, whatever. And I'm saying that, expect that you will become a tree whose fruit is food for all. For, it's my dream. It's my dream that when, when pastors, pastors sit down, I'll come from the safe church and preach to them about church growth. And they're writing notes and they're receiving the anointing to, be, to grow their churches. <laughs> Or you don't think that something like that is possible? Yes. I can I should one day I should be there. There's a church growth conference. And one of the speakers. Yes. Who is the pastor of our children's church down upstairs? And then they say, children's church? Church growth? What does he know about church growth? You wait and see. <laughs> when you see that, you see that the, 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 you see, for me, I feel that if they say dream big, if any group of people have a reason to dream fantastic, crazy dreams, it is people like us who are working with God. The called, those who have been called by God. Yeah. So, be encouraged. I like this, this scripture. It's, it's a very nice thing to pray with. Wake up in the morning, pray, go to a, a park, pray, ask for it. May I be tall and strong. I hear what I'm saying. May my branches be long branches, big, plenty branches. My fruits be plenty. My leaves always be green. Yeah. This morning, I want us to, I want us to talk. So I was telling you yesterday that, that you should, we are talking about fruitfulness. And, and I said that, at the beginning I said that, God has called us with a holy calling. So we should focus on the calling. So as safe teachers, I want to um, break down for you what the calling is so that we can focus on it. I don't want us to be distracted. I want us to focus on it. So John 21 verse 15. So maybe let's go back up a bit and see. Verse 11. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land. Now this is, this is when Jesus had, had in, in John 20, Jesus had risen, risen from the dead. He had shown himself to some people. Thomas had come to argue that uh, unless he sees his hand, he put his fingers, whatever, Jesus appeared again. And then Thomas was able to see all of these things. So then the Bible says, he showed himself to a number of people. 
21, the, uh, Peter now says, Let I go a fishing. Uh, verse 21, verse 1. What does it say? After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias, and on this wise showed he himself. Go. So all these guys, they were together, Peter, Thomas, this is the sons of Zebedee, two other disciples. Next. Simon Peter said unto them, I go a fishing. <laughs> they say unto him, we also go with thee. Do you understand it? Uh-huh. So they went to fish, fish the whole night. They, they, the whole night. they didn't catch anything. In verse 10, Verse 9, verse 9. As soon as as soon as soon then as they were come to land, they saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid thereon and bread. Okay. Next verse. Jesus said unto them, Bring off the fish which ye have now caught. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to the land full of great fishes, and hundred and fifty-three, and all there were so many, and yet there was not the net broken up, and so on and so forth. So they, so all that happens, Jesus now calls them, come and dine, verse 12, come and dine. And they came and sat by him. He gave them bread, gave them fish, you know, and all that. Now, verse 15. So when they had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He said unto him, yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, feed my lambs. So we'll stop there. He, Jesus said, Jesus asked him three questions, and he answered it three times. In the first one, he says, feed my lambs. After he answered, Peter answered. In the other two, he said, feed my sheep. Okay. And if we use logic, we would say that sheep is the adult and lambs is the baby of the adults. So this is where we settle, we settle out. This is where we find our calling as children's teachers or pastors to children. And, and it, is rem it is important, it is significant that, bring that music down. It is significant that um, Jesus will start the discussion, do you see, with the lamps. And for me, you can explain it anyhow you want. But one of the things about the Bible is that there are no unnecessary details. Do you understand it? Order is important. Like when some when things are arranged in a certain order, it's important. Because the person could have said it in any other way, but he said it in a particular way. It, there must be a reason why the person said it in a particular way. Why did he say, feed my lambs, feed my sheep, feed my sheep? Why did he not say, feed my sheep, feed my sheep, feed my lambs? Or feed my sheep, feed my lambs, feed my sheep? Why does it start from feed my lambs, then goes to feed my sheep, feed my sheep? I feel that there is a certain significance to it. And one of the, one of the, the interpretations that I give to it is that God places the care, the feeding of the, not the care, scrap that, the feeding of the lambs first, that it is on top of his list of important things. Feeding the lambs comes before feeding the sheep. What I'm saying is making sense to you. Which is why it is unfortunate that in our church, in our churches, the children's church gets the least attention. It's because many senior pastors have not caught the revelation. They read it all. 
But they read it, they are in a hurry to go to feed my sheep, feed my sheep. They don't see that feed my lambs came first. They don't see it. And it's like that also, you know, a lot of, life is like that. The thing that is, is the most important to you, like that is your emphasis. You kind of like see um, images or references to it everywhere. If you are a, if you are a, if you are a prophetic person, you have a prophetic gift. When you read the Bible, you just see all the prophecies. <laughs> like, ah, this is a prophetic. This is a prophetic. This is a prophetic. If you are an apostle, you can interpret the whole Bible in the context of the apostolic ministry. You understand what I'm trying to say? If you are a pastor, also you can also interpret the whole from Genesis to Revelation. All you'll be seeing is the pastoral ministry and all the different. That's, so I can understand how why. As a senior pastor of grown-ups, you, don't see, you cannot see this. It's not, it's not what you see. You just go to the part that is for you is important. But I feel that it is unfortunate that many senior pastors have missed this. Because in the short time that I have been around, I have seen that God, God is a God of, of continuing generations. Like, God begins to do a work, but he has planned for the future. Think about it. Creates the world, creates the things in it, creates man, gives him instructions. Man breaks the instructions. God appears in the garden. And right there, God addresses, God solves the problem, a future problem. He solves it at the beginning. Oh, you know what I'm trying to say? Your seed will bruise his head. And we are still in Genesis 3. I want to say it's making sense to you. The bruising is going to happen in Mark 15, Mark 14, thereabouts, Mark 15, um, John, John 20. That's where it's going to happen. But in Genesis 3, God begins to solve a generational problem. So, that, so God, God is a very is a forward-thinking person that he begins to address, to address the church. We'll go back to the, the main verse. To address the future of the church, he secures the insurance policy. You see, the, the, God puts in place an insurance policy for the church, for the future of the church, at the beginning, that you, if you feed the lambs, that is the insurance policy of the kingdom. The kingdom will have a continuity. <laughs> Am I saying something bad? And this is how God thinks. That's why I'm saying that the safe teacher should be the most honored in the church. Yes. But it's not like that because it's not, it is not so clear what it is God is. And you see that Pentecost Church, they used to do this all this, they are traditional, strict rules, this, 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 this. Women must have a duku when they come to church. All these type of strict, strict things. And every one of those things are all scriptural things. But as the church grew, so it became less and less attractive to young people. 
So they go into university, they'll find some charismatic church to join. Because, I mean, the Holy Spirit is also a certain, you know, a dynamic. <laughs> so, what, how when you go to church, people are speaking tongues and sweating. Even, even the Catholic church. Catholic church. Let me insert that from Catholic church before I come to Pentecost. Catholic church. At some point, they had to create a Catholic charismatic renewal. You better. Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy. As you are going up, look at this as well. What is this? <laughs> so I was, when I was in university, I had roommates, uh, uh, some roommates, they were older than, than me, my Catholics. They were Catholic charismatic renewal people. If people, you see these guys, they go to meetings, they speak in tongues. You don't believe it, but they are Catholics. When they come to the main church, if you don't create this one song for them, they will just go and find it somewhere else. Yeah. The power is power, is power. So Pentecostals are like, all oh, this, 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 this. No. It's like, children were going somewhere else. Children were going somewhere else. So no, let's do PIWC. Pentecost International Worship Center. As for there, they can sing all the, this thing, hill song, all those things that, uh, whatever. Yeah, they can do film stars. They can do dancing stars there. They can wear the trousers because in the main church, you don't wear trousers there. But here, they can wear trousers. They can do their hair nicely. They don't have to wear duku to come. So that the young people will stay because after a while, you will see that only old men are left. Like Europe. <laughs> Go to a church. Old men are in the church. The young guys have all left. So your church is no longer appealing to them. So Jesus addresses that problem right at the before he... And you see, he's talking to Peter who he had put in, in charge of the, the beginning of the church somehow to make him understand this is the first and foremost thing I need you to do is the lambs must be fed. If you can take care of the lambs being fed, you can move on to the next one. And this is the insurance policy that the church continues to exist and continues to grow and to become stronger and stronger. And we who are there doing the job of feeding the lambs, no, we are not fine energy. But, but that's, that's, it. that's what I'm telling you that. that. You don't, you see, so there is nobody, after God has said all the encouraging things to you, I'll be with you, I'll give you a sign. You see, you better carry it and move on because there's nobody else left after God to come and encourage you. <laughs> if you are going to get somebody to encourage you to come and do this, you will not forget about it. What I'm saying is it making sense to you. That, that's what I'm telling. That's why I've brought you here to show you what God is saying. And take that one because for me, because me to me, eh, me, this is look, people, people are doing ministry, any kind of ministry, and they feel very excited about it. Like it's a very main thing. Me to my own is main. And my dream is to become an expert. It's like if you want to, somebody who can come and explain to you how the children how it works, how the whole whatever is. So we have, a, you know, in our midst, a very distinguished man of God 
with many years of experience, with, you know, pastoring children and feeding children, and who is the, you know, who is the, if there's any expert who knows it, yeah, is the one. Bring me, I come and tell you about it. That's also my, that's also my dream. Why? Somebody is a prophetic, whatever. I say he's a great prophet. We have major prophet, minor prophet. He he's a major prophet. I mean, too, I should be major children's minister now. <laughs> Why do you look down on yourself? Why do you allow people to look down on you? You cannot, by the grace of God, right now, because the way that the way that I have carried myself through this ministry for over the years, I have come to a point right now where it is not possible for you to take me for granted. What I'm saying is making sense to you. I am not a smaller version of the pastors who meet. And it is a certain, a certain attitude and posture that has brought me here. You cannot get to that point by being lazy, by being complacent, you know, by not caring. It's, it, it will take a certain uh, proactiveness to get to a point where now God, is, is, God is, is able to use you the way he wants so that nobody can just push you over and walk over you. And that's what I'm trying to encourage you guys to to, to believe, to accept it, to believe it, and then to start to put in the work that is required. I'm saying that this is first instruction that Jesus will give to Peter is to feed the lambs. Now, this statement, these three words here, feed my lambs, is a, it has very, very serious implications. It means to put in the work to become a master lamb feeder. First of all, I will tell you something. Feeding sheep is easier than feeding lambs. Am I, am I, am I, in, the, I, I in the church? Try preaching, preaching to the children. He has brought you to try preaching to them and you'll see, you'll see what is happening happen to you. You'll see in the, in the beginning, if you've not done something before, you know, this one, it says, okay, I'm going to go to the church. Then it says, okay, I'm going to go to the They will just be laughing and happy and be clapping. You go and try it and you see. It's a different ball game, huh? Then if you, if you are not fortunate and then you have like a few preparatory school people. <laughs> in your preparatory school. <laughs> a few preparatory school people in the church. This type of KNUST primary and this type of people in the church more. You see. That is how you will see that. Actually, you don't know much. You are the one who doesn't know much. <laughs> You alone doesn't know much. So feed my lambs. But, but this morning, I said, we're, we're talking about focusing on the, on, the, on the calling. So I wanted to explain to you what this calling entails. And then I'll leave the homework to you to do. So there are, three, there are two Greek words to pay attention to. These three here. The first, that word, feed there. The Greek word. So he's, Jesus says the statement three times. Okay. In John 15, he says, feed my lambs. John 16, feed my sheep. Um, John 17, feed my sheep. Now, the English sometimes is limited in its, like, in its ability to vary different words against the Greek. But in the Greek, the first, John 15, feed means feed. It means give them food. But in John 16, the word used there is bosco. 
Okay, in John 15, the word used is the word used is bosco. Bosco means to give food. Do you understand it? In John, uh, in John 16, he uses the 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 word poimano. Poimano. Okay. So he says, John 16, he says, feed my sheep. But this feed is different from the, uh, the John 15, John 21, 15 one. This is poimino. And poimino has the meaning of to care for the sheep. So like all the different things you have to do to care for. Okay. Care for their well-being. So feed my lambs. Care for my sheep. Then in John 21, 17, he uses the word bosco again. This word here again is bosco. And this one also means to give food to. So it looks as if for the grown-up church members, you need to do two things for them. You have to care for them and give them food. But for the children, for the lambs, the only thing, the primary thing the lambs need is feeding. And that is what I want to tell you in this, in this meeting. That you should, therefore, because it is the only thing that Jesus said, for the sheep, there are two assignments Peter has. Peter and the pastors have. They have to feed the, the sheep and they have to care for them. They have to care for their marriage problems. They're not getting married. Find them a, a, a husband to marry. You know, all those kinds of things. They don't, they have, their business is not doing well. Pray for them for their business to do well. The children have all of those, all of those problems. The children just need you to feed them. If that is the case, then the safe teacher must teach himself and must work with the Holy Spirit to become very good at this job of feeding. I don't know whether, I'm sure you've heard it before, but I don't, I, you see, I'm saying it again in this meeting. I said it last year. I'm saying it again in this meeting because I don't think that there's, it has sunk well into you what the what it is that is required of you. You must become a very good teacher and a very good preacher. You must be a person who is able to rightly divide the word of truth for these young people such that they are well fed. Am I saying something good? Am I, are you still with me? Gideon, you have, you have joined. You have jo- it means that your phone cannot be, your, your Bible cannot be on your phone. It cannot. It cannot. I look at people, and I look at people and say, my Bible is on my phone. You are not, you see, I don't need to know you well enough to know you're not a serious person. You're not a serious person. Like, you're not, you don't, you're not taking life seriously. That's what I'm trying to say. You're not serious. You're not going anywhere. Your Bible is on your phone. No. No. Go to Challenge Bookshop. That's that's I went to Challenge Bookshop. Go and ask about the prices of Bibles. Your head will ache. Three hundred Ghana, five hundred Ghana, six hundred Ghana. Yes. Yes. How you two susu and buy things that are important to you? You two susu and buy a good Bible. Buy a Bible study. Buy a Bible with study, a study Bible, a study Bible with notes. It will cost you 700 Ghana cities. Save the money and buy it. Because God has given you only one job to feed the lambs. Go back to verse 15. One. 
Why wouldn't you make the investment, the commitment to do when he comes back to find you delivering on that job well? How does it make sense to you? That, I came, it's not a camp. It's a retreat it's a, to, to share like, ideas and to think about, about, about things. You cannot. I'm telling you. I've told you before. You, you, I'm telling you again. You don't have NIV study Bible. You don't have amplified Bible. You don't. You say, oh, but one is, in, one is not enough. <laughs> Recently, one of my friends in Accra, the, you know, the Bible app that we use, um, Olive Tree, every, every uh, Christian festival or like Christian holidays, they, they, have, they do promos. Their Bibles are quite expensive. Like, so we, so I'm always, we're always watching out for like promos and discounts and things. So Christmas time, they were doing some discounts. So he saw this the Bible, um, some Bible he wanted to buy. It's a, it's a reverse, you see, you know, if I, you, a reverse interlinear. Do you understand what it is? What it, <laughs> you know what I mean? I have amplified to now come and do reverse interlinear. See, you see, I'm saying this is, this is like, this is a children's pastor. There are many branch pastors I know for sure don't know what a reverse interlinear They don't know what a reverse interlinear is. It doesn't, it, it doesn't come. And, and it's, a sign, it's a sign that their mandate is to feed the sheep and care for them. You don't, you, so you, you don't want to know what reverse interlinear You're not serious about your work. You're not serious about your work. An interlinear Bible. So I have a King James interlinear. So I told him that oh, I have an interlinear. I said, no, no. Interlinear is difficult to use. Reverse is, is better. An interlinear Bible has the, the original language on top and then the English under. So if you take, if it's a King James, King James, let's say, New Testament interlinear, means that, say John 3.16, they write, the, for, jo, for God so loved the world, in Greek, Greek letters, you will see the Greek letters, at the top, like that. And then they write, the English words at the bottom, and they try to do it such that the English word is under the Greek words. So you will see this word, this is it. This word, this is for. The Greek word is this, for. Then this God, the, the Greek word is this, the English word is here. So, laughed, like that. Because see, and you are asking, what is the use? The, re the, use, the reason why it's important is because sometimes, for some verses, the way the King James people translated it, do you see? The literal writing of the Greek will sound different. You see? But the reason why my friend said that the interlinear is difficult to use is because you have to know Greek for it to make sense. <laughs> and we don't know Greek. So he says he wants to buy a reverse interlinear. <laughs> Which, which, I don't know, which reverses. So how much is it costing? So $25. $25, even if it's dollar is 10 cities, crampon, how much is $25? 250 and dollar is not 10 cities. This, this is not his first Bible. We have Bibles. Me and him, we have Bibles. Like, we check, you have this, I have it. You have this, I have it. I have it. I showed my Bibles that I have in, in, in the app here. I bought them. Not that like free. Like, Show me an app that have free Bibles. So even the phone you are holding that you say your Bible is on the phone, Campono. 
the translations you have on it are, are this God word, good news, these type of free, free ones. But if you want to get into serious business, you see that you have to pay. I bought a Dick's Bible into my $49 it, 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 with tears. With tears. I have a, I have a, a Vines expository. It's one of, the, one of the most useful resources to me. Because you can have the Strong's Vines expository. Do you have a, the paper one? You have the paper one? Yeah, the, green, the one with the green cover. Yes. The, one of the best expository dictionaries. You, you must have an expository dictionary. If you don't have one among your library, you're not serious about Bible study. So we have Strong's exhaustive concordance with Greek and Hebrew, with Hebrew and Greek dictionaries. The Hebrew and Greek dictionary, that one tells you, like how I was telling you, how did I know that the, the word feed is different? It's because of the Greek dictionary. If you check it in the Greek dictionary, so we have the printed one. They sell it at Challenge Bookshop. You go and buy, they call it the Strong's exhaustive concordance with the dictionary. So it's a concordance that also has a dictionary at the, at the, at the back. So what you will do is that you will look for you will look for, um, like let's say, you look for the word feed. And then when you find the word feed, it's like a dictionary. So when you find the word feed, they will show you every verse in the Bible that has this word feed. And then they will tell you if it's so, they, they break down Hebrew, they break the Hebrew for Old Testament and then uh, Greek for New Testament. So if, if the verses in the New Testament, they'll show you every occurrence of the, of the word feed. So you will know that the word feed occurs so and so number of times in the New Testament. Have you heard preachers saying it before? Have you heard them saying it before? It's not magic. It's not magic. So, this word occurs 200 times in the New Testament. It's not, it's not a revelation from, from the Holy Spirit. It's from a book. So when you open the, the, the book, they write it there that this word occurs 200 times in the New Testament. And then they will, t- then they will give you every single occurrence of that word feed. And the Greek word, if it's New Testament, the particular Greek word, so you will see that in, in John 21, 15, feed there is a different word, bosco. Then they will show you that in the, in the 16, it is poemino. That's how you know. It's just by study. It's not, it's not by revelation from heaven. But you... Today, I'm sure you will be buying that Strong's Exhaustive for almost 1,000 Ghana cities. Because when we bought it, in the, it was still expensive at that time. It was very expensive. It was very expensive. At that time, I bought mine in, in the 2000s. <laughs> 2005, 2006, thereabout, 2007, thereabout. So you imagine, imagine it's a, ah, the Bible in 1,000 Ghana. You must resign as a, as a state teacher. You must resign today. You're not serious about this. You're not saying, and, and you see, it is not a playing matter because God saved you and called you with a calling he calls holy, a special calling to do this work. And like Moses, he gives you the resources. The money you get, the money you get, you get people that should use it. It's for what? You, you think that's God gives you all those things for what? You're supposed to use some of it to buy a strong concordance. Some of that money is also meant for you to buy an amplified Bible. Well, why do you think God gives you all of those things? That, that's what he was telling Moses. Every, I'll, this everything I will do. I will do everything for you. Don't worry. I will just do everything. You'll be there. Somebody tell me that's all. Even sometimes you just be there. You just say, oh, you see, I want a Dick's Bible. 
Like somebody has dashed you some. And now what I'm saying no, it's not like that. Yes. And yet the is not what it is not what is important to you. But he said God would have God would have answered all of this. They'll be doing some promo somewhere. Somebody will come, somebody will bring some money. Sometimes like you go and see a challenge bookshop for maybe 500 Ghana cities. Somebody will come and pass. You'll be walking through town one day. You'll see, you know, sometimes you have these bookshops that, uh, on the floor or somewhere that they have books. They don't even, sometimes they don't know what the value of the, the books they're selling. So you may be passing there. So long as the dicks is in your head that I want one and you have gone to book, the bookshop and say, Charlie, I'm saving to buy these this dicks. Even God, God, God hears this kind of Silence, whatever. When you just be passing down, you go and say, ah, where say, say some price far lower than what you saw at the other bookshop. Who them? Or somebody bring from Nigeria. They are cheaper when they come from Nigeria. I don't know how they do it, but when they come from Nigeria, it's cheaper. One of your uncles may call, one of your aunties may call you from America and say, what do you want? What do you need this question? I don't be saying foolish things. You want an iPhone 13 to do what? When you have, you have, God has given you a job to do that you are not, adi- you are not adequately prepared for. When I was in, when I, was, when I met my, my beloved, first birthday present I gave her, me, to me, you know, it was a precious birthday present. I gave her a, a, an, an NLT study Bible. I bought it with money. It was a lot of money. And I dashed it. The people in the church were laughing at me that, like, I'm not a romantic beloved, that I'm dashing, I'm giving present, you're giving present to your beloved that. We are giving her a Bible. <laughs> but to me, it was a very precious gift. I went to the book, the book shop, I, so I bought it. It's in the one, the one with the box, you know, that type in the box. You know. Yes. And I wrapped it nicely. And I brought it. It's, and it's big. And I brought it to her. I felt very good that I've given a very precious gift. And the guys were laughing at me. What kind of beloved, what kind of present is this that you are giving a Bible? Whatever I said. You're not, you're not serious. <laughs> you're not serious. That's why. That's why if your, if your beloved gives you a Dick's Bible for Christmas present on your, on your birthday, you'll be saying, a dear, a dear, Yes, she put it herself. If somebody dash it to her, she'll be happy to <laughs> What I'm saying is making sense to you. Change your mind. Your mind should change. Your mind should change. But look, one time I was somewhere, I saw... This olive tree people were doing some promo on some Bible. They call it, it's called a um, IVP, IVP uh, commentaries on the Bible. They have Old Testament and then they have New Testament. So th- th- those ones, they sell them in like $199. And then when I open that thing, I read the summary. Like they, they tell you what and what and what and what is in it. This Bible will be very nice for Bible study. But the bonnet day. I want to say, is it making sense to you? Yeah. In the name of Jesus. It's going to come. See, that, that, that's, that's why I'm telling you that when God gives you the money, there are things He expects you to do with it. It's not always enjoy life, enjoy life, paying your bills only. Some of it must be used to move forward in the ministry. And the more we invest into the ministry, the more the ministry goes forward. The more money will come. I don't want to say no making sense to you. Ah. Right now, you know, even this last year, God showed me like a glimpse of that thing that prophet has been saying. I'm a lay pastor, but God showed me. You see, I was, I was there. I was, 
I was at work one day. I have a guy who was in my church. He joined the church from Asafo. Those days when we started doing sales, area fellowship in Asafo. Somebody brought him to church. And then he joined. He was a, he was a young boy, so he was in J Church. And I was a J Church pastor. So J Church like that. Uh, you know Asafo people, how they are. They are not easy. They're not, they're not easy to yeah, operate on. <laughs> but like small, 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 small. Then we went to White Church. And I, used to, I remember I used to tell him, look, do something in the church. Because he was coming to church. And, and because he was not he, he, he was not tied down, he was not regular. So come, doesn't come, come, doesn't come. So I said, look, this boy, if I leave him, the way he comes, he have to find something for him to do. Anything, look, I look at look, okay, you know something. We don't have much in terms of media. We have something, something, we want a microphone, whatever. You sit behind it and do like, you're there. Okay. Took a while. Then he will sit down, he will pray, pray. Then one day we got a, a screen, we got, we got a laptop, so do projection. Juicy. Maybe then I said, okay, now learn graphic design and be making flyers for us when we have an event, make flyers for us. Every one of them takes a lot of discussion before he will even start to do the thing. His mom, his mom lives in the UK. They are trying to get he and his two brothers to come to the UK for years. And then in 2021, it worked. So they went. No, he went. He went to the UK. First Sunday, he went to the first love church. So when he go to the first love church, you know, the pastor said, oh, he came. So pastor, he came to the church, oh, Charlie, I can do graphic design. The pastor, the pastor, like the pastor has seen an angel come from heaven. You can do graphic. Come, 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 come. He organized all the media guys, say, teach them how to do the graphic design. Like, when he told me, even the designs he was doing for me when he was here at Grand Polo, they were not up to. What I'm saying is, is it making sense to you? So I was at work one day then, he called me, said, Rev, do you have any program this December that you are doing, like anything at all that you need money to do? So I was going to organize some dinner, but because of the cost of things, rice had, the price of rice and oil had gone up. I, I was not thinking about doing Christmas. Because it will cost money for people to come. So I said, well, I've canceled that thing. And I said, and I was joking. I said, oh, why? Is God telling you to give me money? He said, yeah, he said he woke up in the morning. He had this, he just kept this, this word that just kept coming to him, give away, give away. He feels God wants him to give me money to do something. So we are trying to decorate our church and make it nice. You know, we need money. So I try to do, buy lights and whatever. I said, so yeah, it's okay, no problem. When I, I'm going home from work. When I get home, I'll send the money. Within some few minutes, 1,900 and something, he sent it. He didn't send it to me to chop. But I'm saying that, think about it. Think about it. He's sending me money to do church. If, I, if he's sending me money to spend, it will not be a problem. And he's just, he's just gone to the UK. So he's, doing, he's working in a supermarket or working in whatever it is. But he lives in the UK now. He'll go to university, he'll finish, he'll start working. He, for me to get money to spend, it's not a problem. So don't be worried. Don't, instead of the money you are getting, instead of spending all, no. spend some to buy eh, amplified. And teach these children the word of God in such a way that it changes their lives. They can tell. The children, not their parents, the children themselves can tell what impact your teaching has had on. And this boy he knows. Yeah, he said, look, it, it's because you were my pastor, because I was, in, I was with you. It's why, it's how. We were talking recently about, about say, some, some man, some, a pastor came to their church to do a convention or one day convention or something like that. 
and he got a prophetic word. What's a prophetic word? That he should be a pastor. I said, but you should be a pastor. You know that you should be a pastor. I told him that the offspring of a pastor is a pastor. <laughs> so it's not, it's not a discussion. You must be a pastor because the person who gave birth to you is a pastor. He knows. What do you, you will get money. It's, it will come from different places. The Bible says that it was food for all. The whole world was fed by it. The world is, the world is fed. They will give back. I might say something bad. So Gideon, save money and buy a message Bible. You have Bibles to buy. If I give you the list, you're going to grab it too. You must have King James, New American Standard, NIV, NLT, Amplified, Message. These are like the, the top six, aren't it? Top six. Have I let out something? Top six. Oh, this, this one you must have. All oh, these ones you must have. Before you now come and have all the other ones that help, you see, like New King James, they, they'll give perspective. The one that has come is called The Passion, The Passion Translation. It's very nice when you read it. It gives you clarity. Before, these are just the Bibles. Before you now come to study Bibles. Study Bibles have explanations of the verses in them. Sometimes they contain some of these Greek words. They will tell that this word here is this. And the reason why he uses it, it means this, 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 this. it helps. So study Bibles you have to have. So for every one of the Bibles I have mentioned, it will be good to have a study Bible version of that particular Bible. Have you seen the, the work? Before we now, so and, and Dix is such a study study. Dix is, it's, is the master of study Bibles. The notes in it are plenty. Plenty. You, you will become a scholar if you have Dix. Do you understand it? So that's just study Bibles. Then we come to commentaries. We have what we call commentary. That one, it, 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 you know, that we hear the word, it, it is commenting on the, on the scriptures. And the commentaries, no. We have them different. They are all not the same. Sometimes you read a commentary, it's not, it's not making any sense. You have to read another one, then it makes sense. You have Matthew Henry, complete commentary on the Bible. You have concise commentary, complete commentary is there. Some verses, Matthew Henry doesn't do justice to it. So there are other commentaries. You must find them also. Buy those ones also and, and use them. Then you have Bible dictionaries. Strong's exhaust. Concordance and dictionary is one such Bible dictionary. Then there are, there are what we call expository dictionaries. So a very good one is Vines Expository. Expensive, but you have to buy it. The money will finish by the time you finish this project. <laughs> I, I have two expository dictionaries. Not here. For here, I have more. But at home, I have two. I have Vines and I have Rens. And I find that sometimes... Rens does more justice to, vine, to the thing than Vines does. But Vines is the, so far, Vines is the best dictionary that I've used. It explains, 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 gives you. One of the things I like, it, it will even distinguish. So the difference between this one and this one is because this one is used this way. This one is not used that. This one is used this It's nice when you are reading the thing. That's, you know the scripture. That's how you can explain. You see, because the, the job of feeding the lambs is such that you need to break the feed down into a form that is easy to consume and to digest. So the more understanding you have of the scripture, the more clear you can make it to a lamb. Yeah. Is it making sense to you? What I mean? To the grown-ups, you can, you can share some deep revelation, let them figure it out themselves by the Holy Spirit. But for the lambs, you need to break it down so that it is as clear as possible. What it means that you need to understand it yourself. 
deep understanding, deep, 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 so that you can now bring it out to the child. I'm not saying talk down to children. I don't preach down to children. The way I preach to the children in the JTS, how I preach to the grown-ups. How I'm preaching to you is how I preach to the children. You think I, 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 I what's that? Even the children, they can tell that you are talking to them like nursery children. <laughs> children. Children, children. Share. <laughs> These guys are watching American movies. And things. You, you are here coming to talk to them like cartoons. No. I was watching a, some, one, of, one of the churches was doing a, a conference for children. And then their, their bishop had been invited. The bishop was invited. To, in fact, the bishop was the main speaker. And I, I went to go and watch small. He was preaching uh, at the, armor, uh, the armor of God, Ephesians 6. You know, put on the whole armor. So he got to the sword of the spirit. At the time I joined the live stream, he had reached the sword of the spirit. So I put on the sword of the spirit. This is the bishop. He was explaining the sword of the spirit. So the word of God is the sword of the spirit. So, so for example, when Jesus went to uh, the wilderness and was tempted by Satan, Jesus had his sword. Then <laughs> Satan also had his sword. Then chine, 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 chine. Then chine when Jesus, then chine and Satan was on the china. I laughed. I was watching them. I, 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 I was just laughing. I said, this is, you see, this is clearly the difference between an adult pastor who is trying to preach to children. He has an idea how it is done. You can see clearly, like this is inexperience. <laughs> and he's a bishop. I mean, he's a bishop. He said, he's an anointed bishop. And when he preaches, Charlie, fantastic. But I, just, I was just watching him preaching to the children. It was funny to me. And I said, yes. You see, that you, you may think that you, anybody can do it. The way I preach to the children is the way I preach to grown-ups. It's the same way. They sit down there, they look at my face. If there's a revelation in it, they catch it. It's the same thing. There's no, there's no need to... Uh, what is this? Chine, 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 chine. <laughs> Even the chine was funny, funny to me. <laughs> Then Satan will say something, then chime. Jesus also takes his turn. He also chime, 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 chime. What is that? <laughs> no. No. So, Frederick, where is Frederick? Frederick, bite the Bibles. The job is simple, but not easy. It's simple. Feed my lamb, teach them. Just teach them. Just break down the word. Just break down the word. When, when, you, when, you, when you, you, you get a revelation that is deep, you need to bring it down. Go back into it. You know, you know one of my friends was sharing a revelation with me a few days ago. I'm, I'm still on it. I'm still, I'm still trying to decode it. Did you know that at the last supper, there were four cups, not one? Even, you see, <laughs> the Gospels don't show you all the four. But I saw two in one, I think in John. John or Luke, you'll see two cups there. But there are four cups. Hey! Then he began, this is my friend, my, one of my friends from me. He began to explain. The first cup means this. The second cup means this. The third cup, and then he explained to me that. On that last supper table, 
they did not drink the fourth cup. After the three cups, they got up. According to the Passover tradition, there's supposed to be four cups of wine. And every Passover table, every Passover table, there must be four cups of wine. The first cup means this. Second cup means this. Third cup means this. All the four cups are supposed to be signify, signify deliverance, God's deliverance of the Israelites from Egypt. And it, 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 it signifies four different things God said he would do for them in Exodus 6. So it's, and, and during the, they, they, they toast, it's almost like a toast with a cup and then they drink. And it means something. So he said, first cup, second cup. So Jesus and his disciples, the cup, he said, take, drink, no. That was the third cup. But the fourth cup is the last cup they drink. They drink it after they have sang the hymn. You remember that the Bible said that after they had drank the cup, they sang a hymn and they, they went out. The fourth cup comes after the hymn, according to the Passover uh, tra- tradition. They didn't drink it. So now he, then he was not saying, so where was the fourth cup? Then he now says, you remember when he went to the Gethsemane, he said, let this cup pass over me. I said, hey! <laughs> this one, if you want to explain it to children, first of all, you must, first of all, you must get into it. So when, it, when he said it to me, I have gone back. I've gone to look for some Jewish texts. I have some Jewish, some Jewish documents which explains all the different, the, in fact, it starts the procedure of the Passover feast from the What you must do at every, is it important? Be there may ask me that question. Be there may ask me that question. Because every one of those cups has a certain significance to our redemption, our salvation. They are all symbols. It means something. And, and you see, to bring, to bring a child to a place to understand clearly, because for us, for many of us, the, the, the reason why many Christians are not Christians the way they should be is their lack of understanding of what it is that the Christianity means. And your job is to explain Christianity to a child in such a way that you don't need to be chasing them with do not, 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 do not. A child who understands the importance of something will not engage himself in unnecessary things. I don't, this, I don't need this thing. I understand what has been done for me. But it is your job to teach it. And all of these things, they just add to your understanding. I'm not going to do your four cups, but the four cups mean something. Help your goals. It's not a joke. You must know it. Because it provides context when you are now explaining the Gethsemane experience. And even the words he spoke begin to take on a new meaning. Because of your understanding of all these things, you see, it makes it now. It's like now it means so on the Passover table. What does the fourth cup represent? Why is why is he referring to it now at that time? And then he now, my friend now says that when he was on the cross, he said it is finished. He didn't mean that the whole process of coming to die was finished. No, he meant that the, the whole Passover process was complete. Like now on the cross, he had now drank the fourth cup. And now what does he Yes. What does it mean? What do all the cups mean? One means deliverance, one means salvation, one means redemption. All the cups, according to the Jewish whatever, one means redemption, one means deliverance, one means something. All of them mean something. So when you understand it, and when you are teaching a child, you can explain that it's you break it. You don't know these things. You look at me right now. Now I now I have I have Jewish books. Do you understand Jewish books? <laughs> written with commentaries written by rabbis explaining the different, 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 different. Why 
am I worrying myself about all of this? And I'm a, I'm a children's pastor. What am I going to do with it? I don't have any grown-ups to come and preach to them for cups of uh, Passover. I'm telling you the same thing. There's, it's important. If, if you are going to do this work well of feeding the lambs so that God comes back and looks at what you are doing and, saying, and says, you have done a very good job. Your children know the Holy Scriptures. Paul said it about Timothy. That, 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 I'm very confident in you. Because from a child, thou has known the Holy Scriptures. You know it. You know it. Which makes you wise on salvation. It's your job also. And somebody taught Timothy. Your job also to teach Timothy. But you have to. So I'm saying, I, I'm, not, you see, I'm not giving you any points to write. Because it's not like a, a camp camp or whatever. But I'm, I'm trying to, I, I want to provoke your mind. You need to go out of this place thinking differently about the assignment, the calling that God has called us in. And then the things to do, God will give it to you. God will give it to you. Me, I'm not, like I told you, nobody gives me instructions about what to do. I just, I myself, based on my, my determination to please God who has called me, it sets me on a path on its own. This thing, I used to have a smaller iPad, iPad mini. Mini four, and then it's you know, the iPads when, when you buy them after a few years, they start to become slow. Uh, so instead of becoming slow, it was annoying. So I said, I will change it. So then I was okay, let me what, what am I going to buy? One of my friends said, Oh, buy one with the biggest, with the biggest screen, the, the new types that you can write on. So you know, it has this, this, this pencil that you can write on. And I was like, ah, Oh, you know, the old iPad didn't write anything. So what am I going to So you buy the one that you can write on, and maybe buy a pencil also. This pencil alone this is $129. This thing that is here, this thing alone. This thing alone. So I, I, even when I bought it, I said, Ah, I did because I said, Kind of maybe, where maybe, maybe, but anyway, like I bought it. And this, this whole thing, this. This iPad is the whole thing, buying it, shipping it, all it cost me like about, about $700. Not today. Today it would have been crazy. <laughs> not today. So I was not as much then as, as today. But I have it. And I have all my things. It's, it's big. It has a big space. It has, the speakers are good. It has everything, you know. And I've come to find use for this, this pencil, actually. Because I've seen that for some things, it's, it's easier for me to write it down like I'm writing on a paper than to type it. So now something is now nice to me. Some of the notes, when I go to some places, some of the notes, uh, church notes, I write it like how you are writing in paper. Because Charlie, there's nothing that beats writing, no. I'm not lying to you. <laughs> nothing beats writing. Me, I want to go and buy a Bible and start to bring it to church and flip it. You see, like, it makes me even feel like a pastor. This type of uh, like ah, now you are preaching the thing. What did I say? Spend the money on the thing. Why am I spending? Am I crazy? Why? I thought about it. I, why do you go and buy this expensive whatever, whatever? But I said no. I need this thing to help me to be a very good student of scripture. Am I talking? Am I repeating myself too much? Feed my lambs. Let me show you something. What time is it? It's breakfast. We don't know. So we'll be going now until they tell us that we should stop. Where, where are the operators? The uh, camp people. Mm. Please ask them so that we'll know. Now let me show you something and that I found somewhere. So see, 
if we do our work well, what is supposed to be the result? So the work is feed my lambs, John 21, 15. That one is clear. If we do our work well, what are we supposed to get as a result? Look at John 6, 63. John 6, 63. The breakfast is ready. Okay. How many people are hungry? You're not hungry. Say we are it's fasting, so we are, we are used to it. Let's more. Let's let me finish this thing and then we'll see. Look at this. It is the spirit that quickeneth. Even, even how to study the Bible, you have to learn. Like Bible study. Like how to do a microscopic Bible study. You are a city teacher, you don't know what it is. Learn it. Another time, maybe another, I mean, in the year when we do a, like a proper safe teacher's camp, maybe we can, we can discuss it. How to do it. And, see, and, the, and the thing is, you are supposed to be teaching your children how to do a microscopic Bible study. So that they are doing it. If you don't know how to do it, then already now there's a problem. Yes. You must learn it. You must do, be doing it. You must do, learn how to do topical Bible study. So there is microscopic. There is topical. And then there is what? There's, yes. Then there is, there is what? Micro, is it microscopic? Microscopic? Telescopic? So microscopic, telescopic. Uh, topical. Microscopic is you take a scripture like this and that's like how a microscope makes things bigger. You will put your, the micro, on each of the words. So every word you want to go into the meaning. You check the English meanings in the English dictionary and check the, if it's, a, if it's Greek, this New Testament so it's Greek, all the Greek meanings and then just then when you take, that's what Amplified does. So they say quickness. Then they will put the Greek, the other meanings in a bracket. Plenty. And you see that when you read the Amplified Bible, the thing becomes clearer than when you read only King James. So topical, sorry, microscopic will go into all the words one by one by one by one. Topical is, I take a topic, let's say faith or love or righteousness or holiness, and I want to do a study on holiness. It means you're going to find every scripture in the Bible that was about holiness. And look at each of those scriptures one by one by one by one by one into detail. By the time you are finished, you have a very clear picture of what holiness is in the Bible. That's work. That's, that thing can take you months. <laughs> what am I saying? Is it making sense to you? Is it making sense? And then telescopic takes the, the study from, from a, like a broader perspective and narrows it um, um, down. It, 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 see, if you're going to do this in, like, even in a year, you can see how much work you have to do. And now what I'm saying is not making sense to you. And you need the tools. So without the tools, you cannot do the Bible study. So I'm saying that, and, and, and the more you do it, it even has a way of affecting how you see Scripture. Every time you read Scripture, you read it differently, subsequently. One of the things you need to pay attention to is punctuation marks. The, the original text doesn't have punctuations. But in English language, there are punctuations. And the partitions are there in English for a purpose. So even, even for you, it, you have to, your English grammar has to be on point. And I want to say, not making sense. If as a person, you don't know what a semicolon means, you are, it, it has 
change the meaning of the scripture for you. That's you're not knowing like, oh, they mean, they mean, pebble, for me, some of you say, yeah, yeah, something for a catchy. Because one catchy, you know. You better Google what a semicolon does and how it is used so that this semicolon, what it is doing here, you can put it there in the scripture well and let the scripture make the sense it must make to you. Or else you read this thing, it will be different. What does it make sense to you? So it says, it is the spirit that quickeneth. The semicolon, the semicolon is a type of pause. It is like a comma, but it is it is a longer pause and separates two, two, two similar ideas. So what it is saying is that it is a spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profited nothing. These two statements are related. That's why there's no full stop. No full stop has come. They are related. Now, what I'm saying to you is this. Let's continue. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirits. And they are life. So what it means is that if you take all the sentence together, all the a colon here, this colon, semicolon and colons are different. A colon here means what is coming after the colon, sort of like explains what is come before. Do you understand it? So semicolon means I'm continuing. I'm saying something. I haven't finished saying it. I'm going to continue. But the colon says that what I have said in this first part here, what comes after this is to give you. More, more understanding, more of what I have said before. So that these two parts of the verse are related. What it is saying is comparing spirits to flesh and having and comparing the whole, the whole word, the word I speak unto you relating with spirit and flesh. What I'm saying is this. If the flesh profits nothing, the spirit profits something. Is this is is safe to say? Is it safe to say? And the words I'm speaking to you, they are spirits. And they are life. So we can say dot, dot, dot. That the words that I speak unto you, they profit something. Or, or, or the thing is not making sense to you. The word of God profits. If you teach, if you feed the lambs, you should expect profit. So Joshua 1.8 says, This book of the Lord shall not depart out of thy mouth. Show us the scripture. You Prophets, as you see from there. Thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Thou shalt observe to do according to whatever is written therein. Have you seen it? Joshua 1 8. Mercy. But you know it. You know the scripture. Okay, so it says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. Then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, or thou shalt have good success. Good success comes first. Thou shalt have good success, then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. So the profit from the word of God is good success and a prosperous way. Are you seeing what I'm saying? God's word, if it is handled the way it must be handled, brings profits. If you teach the children properly, if you teach them well, if you feed the lambs and they are fed, if you give children food, what profit will you get? They'll, they'll, they'll grow. <laughs> they'll grow in size. They'll grow in height. They'll be healthy. It's profit. Are you hearing what, what I'm saying? So before we go for the breakfast, I want to show you 
I want to read something from some from a certain book for for you to see the kind of profit we are expecting. Then we'll go for the break, and then we'll come back and discuss um, the profit. Okay. Are you still here? So just listen to this. My church is the book that I am writing. And this is, this is, a, this is from the call, okay? This is, um, Jesus is talking. My church is the book that I am writing. And the whole world is about to read it. Until now, the world has wanted to read the book that the evil one has written about my church. But soon, I will release my book. I am about to release my last day apostles. I will have many like Paul, John, Peter, and the others. To prepare them, I am sending many like John the Baptist who will teach them devotion to me. Are you hearing what he's saying? And lay the foundation of repentance in their lives. These apostles will also be like the Baptist. Just as the chief joy of John's life was to hear the voice of the bridegroom, these will, I, this, these will have one devotion to see my bride made ready for me. Because of this, I will use them to build highways through the wilderness and rivers, through the deserts. They will bring down the high places and raise up the lowly. Then he says, he was talking to somebody, he says, when you go through that door, you will miss them. Let me, let me explain. Jesus says that in the, in the last days, he's going to release some last day apostles. They'll be like Peter, Paul, and John. But he's going to send people like John the Baptist to teach these last day apostles. My belief, if we, if we are in the last days, if this is the last days, okay, and he's releasing last day apostles, then it is safe for me to say that the children in our churches are the last day apostles. Or it's not safe, it's not safe to say. Who are not growing yet, the ones who are, who are in our churches, they are the ones, because the statement is a future statement that some last day apostles are going to come. But if they, are not, they have not yet come, if they were already there, they would have seen them around. They would have been around already. But they are going to come in the last days. They are in our churches. And the people that God, God is sending, says, I will say, to prepare them, I am send, sending many like John the Baptist who will teach them. What are you teaching them? You are teaching them devotion to me and to lay the foundation of repentance in their lives. Say amen to this particular important statement. So if you teach well, the profit of your teaching will be Last day apostles. Last day apostles will be released if we feed the lambs properly. And we'll be feeding them devotion to Jesus Christ. Devotion to Jesus Christ. Laying a foundation of repentance. <laughs> and I'm not, what I'm saying is not making sense to you. It's, it's very important. Then these guys come out now and they manifest God's purpose, God's intentions on this earth. There are some apostles in your church. You better be careful what you are teaching them. And it's not like you are teaching them something bad. 
but you're not teaching them what will make them become what they should become. That's, that's also a, 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 an unfortunate thing. That be, because, they, because they found you as their teacher, they didn't become what they should have become. Like, you are, you are the reason why they didn't become what they should have become. So you didn't teach them well. You didn't teach them well. You are telling them stories that have no... You don't, you, you, the story doesn't, doesn't have any, any meaning. Because the same manual says that today is week, week three. And in week three, we must do Jonah and the, this thing, the big fish. Jonah in the belly of the, of the fish. What does it mean? What does it mean? Jonah was a prophet who brought repentance in one day to a, to a nation of corrupt, evil people. You must be able to tell that story and explain it within the context. Somebody, a child who is there, a child's heart must be touched and broken because of the story of Jonah that you told. Not that's a story that you are just telling like some Hollywood movie that you are telling. Some, some, people, go and, some people go and get cartoons, eh? And come and show them the cartoons. It's, it's on your phone. Then you are showing it there today. It's like, Charlie, this is, this is the story. I'm too lazy to explain it to you and what it means to you, to your Christianity. I'm not, I'm not saying anything well. Feed my lambs. If you feed them well, apostles will be released. <laughs> I am about to release my last day prophets. They will love me and walk with me, even as Enoch did. Not this Enoch. <laughs> they will demonstrate. You see, what I'm reading to you, what I'm, what I'm reading to you, the reason why this, this, this thing is important to me, is why I'm reading to you, is because he describes the characteristics of the people. You see, so when you are teaching the children, you are trying to build and bring out this thing he describes in them. It's your, it's your, your preparation, your message preparation and everything, when you think about the message before you come and preach it, all factors in the fact that there the, the are last day prophets in my church and they will love and walk with God. So you have to be teaching these children how to love God and how to walk with God. Teach them how to hear the voice of God. How does the voice of God sound like? Teach them practically. Teach them. Take the art of hearing and explain to them the 12 kinds of voices. Teach them how to eliminate other voices and keep the ones that are, and to hone in on the good voices to magnify and to hear it clearly. It's your job. How can you walk with God if you cannot hear him? The children must be taught by Gideon. <laughs> I'm not preaching well. Hmm. What is important to me, what I'm telling you? If it's important to you, it will, it will, it will. And for me, when I read these things, when I stand in the church now, I look at the children differently. I look at them differently. I start to, I start to, I become more intentional. The things I'm saying to them, things I'm guiding them to say, all the calms and all night prayer and all the things, we, we do them. It's not because we want to have a program for the year. Because you can have that reason also that my pastor will be asking me what have we done for the children, what have we done for the children. So I have a list of things that we will do for the children so that when they ask me, we can take. No. No. I'm having an all-night 
with the JJ children so that in the all night we will pray. In the all night we will worship. But in that, in that whole all night experience, they are learning how to love God, how to be in the presence of God and just love the presence of God. I'm teaching them practically by doing it with them. That's my reason. Not because I want to check it with my senior pastor that something has been done for the children. That's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I am aware that there are some last day apostles, last day prophets in the church God has given me to feed. And the result, the profit of my feeding them is that they will love God and they will walk with God like Enoch did. The Bible says he walked with God and he was not. For God took him. <laughs> He's one of my favorite guys in the Bible. Fantastic guy. He says, these are the prophets. They will demonstrate my power and prove to the world that I am, a one, I am the one true God. Each of these prophets will be a pure well from which only living waters flow. At times, their water will, will give, will also give, sorry, at times their water will be hot for cleansing. At times, it will be cold for refreshing. I will also give them lightning in one hand and thunder in the other. They will soar like eagles over the earth, but they will descend upon my people like doves because they will honor my family. They will come upon cities like whirlwinds and earthquakes, but they will give light to the meek and lonely. When you go through the door, you will miss them. So these children, are, these, are the, these are the people, they are in your church. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? I am about to release my last day evangelists. I will give them a cup of joy that will never run out. They will heal the sick and cast out devils. They will love me and love righteousness. They will carry their crosses every day, not living for themselves, but for me. Through them, the world will know that I live and that I have been given all authority and power. These are the fearless ones who attack the gates of the enemy and raid the dark places of the earth, leading many to my salvation. These two are beyond the door. I am about to release shepherds who have my heart for the sheep. These will feed my sheep because they love me. So you have some shepherds in your church also. They will care for each of my little ones as if they were their own. And they will lay down their own lives for my sheep. This is the love that will touch men's hearts when my people lay down their lives for one another. Then the world will know me. I have given them choice food to save my household. These are the faithful ones that I will trust to watch over my own house. These two are beyond that door. They're in your church. They're in your church. And it is what you teach them. The Bible says that whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. It is the words you're sowing into them, that you're sowing into them. What you're teaching them is what will bring out of them these, these, these results. That the shepherding work is important. That the shepherds should be. And even, even how you are shepherding them is an example of what a shepherd is, it looks like. And the last group of people, I am about to release my last day teachers upon the earth. They will know me and teach my people to know me. They will love the truth. They will not retreat before the darkness, but they will expose it and drive it back. They will unstop the wells that your fathers dug and serve the pure waters of life. They will also carry out the treasures of Egypt and use them to build my dwelling place. You will meet these two, 
just beyond the door. Five groups of people in your church with characteristics. And these will manifest their prophetic destinies based on how well you are feeding them. May God help you to feed the lambs and to feed them well. Santi Ophi, let's pray more. Let's pray about our, ourselves. We are seeing our work and we are seeing that there's plenty for us to do. Just pray. Just pray for yourselves. Just speak in tongues for a few minutes. Lord, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Mahabasto debriyanda kabalaba. Mahabaso kabahanda brashondeyanda kabrantali balaba. Lambasonda. To take this work seriously. To do it seriously. To invest the time. To invest the commitment. To invest the resources. Mahaso. Labaha. Labra. Rabalianda Kabal, to study what I must study, to read what I must read, to pray the prayers I must pray. In the name of Jesus, Mahan Dodi Balabra Shalaba, Mantabalianda Kabahanda Brasum Brantali Balaba, Randali Balion Dodi Balabra Sakabala Brandali Balaba, Makumba Hamala Balabranda Basson Takabalaba, Mahabason de Brianda Librianda Labalaba, Pray Mahabasam Brantali Balayanda Labalaba. Rabba baso da kabala branta kibala balaba. Rabba sabala bala branda lianda kabala balaba. Rabba liondo libala branda kabasa tabala branda libelebe. Marabba dolibala bramba sa kabala balaba. Rabba korianda la bala branda libelebe. Me rabba lianda la bala brasa kabala branda libelebe. Rabba baso kabahanda branta libalianda libeleba. Mahambaliondo libala branda basata kabalaba. Mantali baliondo libala brambalianda labalaba. Rabaha basa kabalabala branta kabalaba. Raban sodianda kabrasanta kabrantali belebelebe. Rababaso kabriando libala balabantali balabalaba. Raban basunda balabranda libelebalabalaba. Raban balianda kabalabranda libelebalabalaba. Rabba so kabahanda kabala branda li balabalaba. Mahamba sonta kabala branda li balabalaba. Marambalianda kabala branda li balabalaba. Rabalianda la balabranda kabala anda la balaba. Rebele bele balabranda li balayanda la balabalaba. Rebele anda la balabala branda li bele balabalaba. Rebele anda la la macabranda li bele balabalaba. Rebanda li balayondo li balabalabranda li bele bele. Rabandoli Baliondoli Balabranda Libele Balabalaba Masonda Kabala Balabranda Libele Belebe Rabaso Kabala Balabranda Libele Balabalaba Rabaso Kabala Branda Libele Balabalaba Reba Kabala Branda Libele Balabalaba Nema Sonda Baliondoli Balabranda Libalabalaba Maha Baso Kabahanda Balabranda Libelebe Maham Basa Kabakabala Branda Libelebe Mara baliondo li balabranda kabaso takabala balaba. Maham balianda la balabranda li bele bele bele. Rebeli baliondo li balabalabranda li bele balabalaba. Rebeli baliondo li bele balabranda li bele balabalaba. Rebeli anda la balabalabranda li bele balabalaba. Rebeli ando li balabranda li bele balabalaba. Li maliondo li balabranda kabaso takabala balaba. Rabaso kabahanda balabranda libele balaba. Rabanto kibalana labranda libele balabalaba. Rabanda libaliondo libalabranda libele balabalaba. Marabaso takabalabranda libele balabalaba. 
Rabba Korianda Labala Branda Libele Velebalabalaba Rabba Sokabalayanda Kabala Branda Libele Balabalaba Rabando Libalianda Labala Branda Libele Velebeleve Baba Yatibala Branda Libele Veleve Rakara Balayana Labaka Branda Libele Velaba Rabaliando Libala Cabasunda Branda Libeleve Rintali Belion Dolibala Branda Labalaba Masako Bayabala Branda Cabala Balabra Maha Basso Cabacabala Branda Libele Veleve Rabba Sacabalayana Labranda Libele Veleve Rabban Sacabala Branda Liana Labale Veleve Rabandiana Labrana Balibelibalabalabalaba Rabba Sacabala Branda Libelibalabalaba Rabba Sacarianda Lebranda Libeleve Rabba Balianda Lebranda Libeleve Maham Balibalabranda Libeleve Rabbanda Balabranda Libriana Labeleve Rebeliana Labranda Libeleve Mahabala Branda Libeleve Rabbanda Baliana Labranda Libeleve Mikabasa Patiana Labranda Libeleve Rabba Sokabato Cabranda Libeleve Mihamba Santa Cabranda Libeleve Rebanda Balabranda Libera Labeleve Rebarianda Labranda Libeleve Rebariana la labriana Rabbandi Balianda la Balabranda Libelebeleve Massa Cabaliondo Libala Branda Libelebeleve Maha Basson Tacabranda Libalabalaba Maha Basson da Branda Libalabalaba Mara Basso Cabalabranda Libelebeleve Rebelebalabranda Libelebeleve Rebelebeliala Libelebeleve Rebelebeliala Libelebeleve Rabaliala Branda Libelebalaba Rabalion Dolibala Branda Libelebalabalaba Masata Cabala Branda Libelebeleve Mehabala Branda Libalayana Labelebeleve Randa Libella Labriana Libelebalabalaba Masha Balayon Dolibranda Libelebeleve Rabba Baconda Bala Branda Liberiana Labalabalaba Masa Cabalion Dolibranda Libelebeleve Rabba Sonda Cadariana Libelebeleve Mayam Balabrianda Liberiana Labelebeleve Rabba Sodi Variana Labrana Velebeleve Macunda Balabranda Liberiana Labeleve Rabba Basso Cabala Calabranda Livelebalaba Mahamana Branda Liberiana Labeleve Rabba Yondo Libalabranda Livelebalaba Rabba Sonda Catona Branda Livelebeleve Marabba Sonda Cabranda Libaliana Labalabalaba Marandelia Labranda Livelebalaba Maka Balion Dolibala Branda Libelebele, Mika Basso Tacala Branda Liana Labelebele, Maka Balion Dolibala Branda Libelea Labelebele, 
Rabaso takala branda libele ala la balebele belebele Mahabaso lakala branda libele belebele Rebando libaliana la la branda libele belebele Rabasa kabala branda libele belebele Makabalayana la barana libele balabala balabala Rabaso kabala bala branda libele balabala Mayam baliondo libala branda libele balabala balabala Mayan dalibaliana libala branda libele belebele Rabalion Dolibala Brasata Cabranda Libelebelebe Mahrabalon Dolibala Branda Libelebala Balabalaba Rabalo Cabalian Dolibala Branda Libelebelebe Mahrabasota Cadabranda Libelebala Balabalaba Mika Basota Cadabranda Libelebelebe Mahabalian de la Balabranda Libelebelebe Mahabalian de la Balabranda Libelebalabalaba Miha Balia de la Labranda Libaliana Libelebelebe Mara balion doli balabra sata kada branda libele belebe Mara bako da kalianda la branda libele balabalaba Maho saka baho da branda libele balabalaba Maso na branda liana la labaka branda libele belebe Makaya balianda la branda libele belebe Ima somba kabala branda libele balabalaba Ima kabasonda bala branda libele balabalaba Miha baso takada branda libele balabalaba Miha basabalu yana la branda libele belebele belebe. Miha basunda kalabala branda libele balabala balaba. Miha basunda kalabranda libele belebele belebe. Miha basada kalabranda libele balabala balaba. Miha basunda kalabranda libele balabala balaba. Miha basunda kalabranda libele balabala. In the name of Jesus, Hallelujah. You know, I want us to pray about something that I um, that I saw. I've been praying for for myself. I will show you. Um, in the touch and the sword, eh? so it's also on all the books by Rick Joyner. Please, those of you who don't know these things, when I mention it, you don't know it. Find it. Do you understand it? I said there's a book called The Call. The writer is called Rick Joyner. Google it. Sometimes some of these books, yeah, you can find them somewhere for free or ask somebody in the room. Like, hey, when we want, the pastor was mentioning some books. Who has the books? I created a page, you know, safety chairs page. We're supposed to be asking questions. Can be there on somebody's birthday. Maybe sit down for a, sit down for a short time. So we, we'll pray again. I, I want to show you the thing. We'll pray about it because it, it is my problem. It is a problem I have, and I feel that it will. It is likely a problem you also have. So let me. The page is for asking questions, you know, who has this book? Who has this book? I've not seen anybody asking that question, but who has this book? Or where, who has a book where I can find this topic in? Or who can recommend for me a good book that is just about the Holy Spirit? Or something. No, nothing happens. All right, so uh, in, the, in the final quest, chapter 2, is, is titled The Messenger. Okay, there's a place where Rejoiner came in contact with a man called Enoch. <laughs> Not this one. The original one. Enoch. So listen to what he says, and then we're going to pray about it. I must bless you before you go. I must bless the touch bearers. The purpose of every movement on earth is to compel men to do what I did, to walk with God until they are more at home in the heavenly realm than on earth. Man 
was created to dwell on the earth with his body while his spirit soars into the heavens. Are you Enoch? I asked. I am, he said, as he reached over and touched my heart. The fire burns, but what you lack is discipline and endurance. You walk adequately for short periods. Now you must learn to walk with endurance. You must resolve to walk each day in the domain over which the Lord has given you to rule. He has given you authority, but you must walk with him in your domain. Only then will you be fruitful and multiply as you are called. Your domain is your garden. Amen. We're going to pray that we will walk the long... See, see, I find this is my problem. I don't know what it is. It's your problem. That every time I set out to do something that is good for me, I become distracted. I have books I started reading and I stopped reading like along the line. Why? Because the fire burns, but you lack discipline and endurance. You walk adequately for short periods. For a short time, you're able to consistently pray as you want to. Then it breaks. Then for a long time, it doesn't happen again. It's, it's everybody's story. It's everybody's story. So I'm going to do Bible study from now on. I'm going to study on faith. I'm going to study on this. And then you start. And you don't know what happens. Then it, after a while, you look at your notebook. Charlie, you've left this thing for... Because, because you are working adequate. And the reason why you work only for short periods is because of a lack of discipline and endurance. And he says that you must learn to walk with endurance. You must resolve to walk every day in the domain over which the Lord has given you to rule. We're going to pray to God and ask him for. And you see, I don't know whether we should pray for this. Because this is our thing to discipline ourselves, but Let's pray for something that will help us to discipline ourselves and to endure. We want to pray that I will, I, will, I will be a person who can stick to that. That's why I'm saying that. To focus on your calling. That this year in 2023, my story will no longer be that I work adequately for short periods. But whatever it is the Holy Spirit shows me to do, I will have the discipline and the endurance to sustain it until I see the result. Stand to your feet, let's pray for ourselves. Or these two things. That this year, may I walk long distances. May I go as far as I should go. Lord, help me to be disciplined. To be disciplined. Help me to be disciplined. Help me to have endurance. Give me the endurance I need, oh God, to stay on the path. To stay on the path. To stay on the mission. To walk in my domain. Every day. Every day. Every day. Help me to overcome distractions. Help me to overcome the things that turn my attention away in the mighty name of Jesus. Masoka bahala branta kabalaba. Mabrandolianda kabahasa kabalaba. So that I will be fruitful. So that I will multiply as I am called to in the mighty name of Jesus. The things I know I must do. The things I know I must do. The prayers I know I must pray. The things I know I must study. The books I know I must read. The messages I know I must listen to. To endure to discipline myself to persist to sustain in the mighty name of Jesus masaka balianda kabalaba 
Marabakonda Bahanda Brasha Talabalaba Marabalion Dolibakabala Branda Kabasota Kabalaba Malabranta, help me, Lord. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me, Holy Spirit. Masa Kabalabra. Marandalianda Kabalaba. Rabasombalianda Kabalaba. Malabaliandala Labala Branda Lebelebe. Rabambaliondo Kabahambala Branda Libalaba. Rabando Kabala Brandeliana Lalabalaba. Rabandiriana Lalama Cabranda Libelebe. Rabasota Kadabala Branda Libalaba. Help us, Lord. Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us, Holy Spirit. Help us, Holy Spirit. Discipline and endurance, Lord. Discipline, Lord. Endurance, Lord. Discipline, Lord. Endurance, Lord. To be disciplined. To endure. To persevere. In the name of Jesus. Maso Kabalaba. Marambalianda Kabalabosha. Makambasota Kabalaba. Rabbabaliondo Libalabalabras. Rabeliandala la bala branda lebelebe Rabanda le bala branda lebele balabalaba Rabamba sonda kabala branda lebalaba Rabba kabala yandala branda lebalabalaba Mahabaliandala branda lebelebe Rabba baliondo leba Rabaliandala balabalaba Rabaliandala balabalaba Rabaliandala balabalaba Rabaliandala balabalaba Rabaliandala balabalaba Rabaliandala balabalaba Rabaliana la balaba, Rabapa soli balaba, Malabala balaba, Rabaliana la balabelebelebe, Rabalebelebelebelebelebelebe, 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 Marandalebelebelebelebelebelebe, Rambalebelebelebelebelebe, Rambalebelebelebelebelebe, the books I need to read, the prayers I need to pray, Hasa kabalabalaba, Rabaso kabalabalaba. The messages I need to soak in in the name of Jesus. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me, Holy Spirit. Discipline, Lord. Endurance, Lord. Discipline, Lord. Endurance, Lord. To walk for long periods. To walk for long periods. To go on for long periods. To go on and on and on and on. To persist and to persevere in the name of Jesus. Masa Kabalabalaba. Makabaso Kabalabalaba. Rabasonta Kabalabalabalaba. Rabandeli Balayanda Labalabalaba. Rabakonda Kabasata Labalaba. Lemelemele Malabranda Lebelebelebe. Rebelebeleveliana Lebelebelebelebelebelebe. Rebelebeleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleveleve
in the name of jesus hallelujah you know while we are still in the prayer i want us to pray one thing it says lukewarmness is your deadly enemy you must not let the fire win by drifting from his presence this fire which now burns in your heart must be given fuel each day its fuel is the atmosphere of heaven which is the breath of god we're going to pray against lukewarmness you see we are praying for ourselves that lord this year i am coming against lukewarmness that the fire you have put inside my heart will burn from January until the end of this year. Pray for yourself right now. In the name of Jesus, come against that thing that makes you drift, that makes you go down and come up and go down and come up and go down and come up. And you are having moments of, of downness, of low, low points in your Christian life, in your spiritual life. Come against that thing this year. And this year, Fire, let the fire burn. Father, let the fire burn. Holy Spirit, let the fire burn in my heart. From the every day, every may the fire be burning in my heart every day. May I have fire burning in my heart every day. In the mighty name of Jesus. Maso kabahala balabata. Mahrabaso dabranta kabalaba. Rabaso lianda kabrasanta kabalaba. Makoni yanda la balabrasa kabalaba. Masa kabahonda kabakabalaba. May the fire be sustained in my heart, Lord. May it keep burning, may it keep burning, may it keep burning. In the mighty name of Jesus. Maso kabahala balabata kaha. Mabrantori balianda la brantani balabalaba. Rababaso kabato kalabalabasaka. Rabanda balianda la balabalaba. Rabambolyondoli balabranda lebelebe. Pray again that spirit of lukewarmness. Rabanda Balianda la Balabranda Libelebe Rabbalianda la Balabranda Libelebe Mayam Balabalabranda Libelebe Rabbalianda la Balabranda Libelebe Rebalianda la Balabranda Libelebe Maham Balabalabranda Libelebe Maham Balabalabranda Libelebe Rabbakota Kalabalabalaba Mahianda la Balabranda Libelebe Yasata Kabalabranda Libelebe Rabba konda balabranda libeleba Rabba sata kabalabalabalaba Malabranda libelebalabalabalaba Rabba libelebelebelebe Rabba sata kabalabalabalaba Mahanda kabalabranda labalaba Let the fire burn in my heart Lord Let the fire burn in my heart Lord All year round Lord All year round Lord All year round Lord Every day of my life Lord In the mighty name of Jesus 
Masa kabala balaba. 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 Rebebebebebebebebe. Ma braba balion balaba. Masa bolianda la branda libelebelebe. Ma braba lianda la balabalabalaba. Rabba sota kabalaba. Rabba sota kabalebelebe. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, you may put your hands together for Jesus.